You are listening to the Redefining Wealth podcast with Patrice Washington. In today's episode, I sit down with certified money coach, Megan Lathrop. She says that if you want to improve your finances and your life, it is definitely going to require more listening. Hey there, this is Patrice from patricewashington.com, where we chase purpose, not money. Welcome back to another episode of Redefining Wealth. If you are an OG listener or a purpose chaser, then you already know that this is going to be a wonderful episode. And if you're new to the community, then welcome. Here's the first thing you should know about us. We believe that wealth is more than money and material possessions. Wealth is actually about well-being at its core. So I always love an opportunity to have other money folks on the podcast so that you guys know it's not just me. This is a real thing. If you're going to be great with money, you have to look at some of the other areas of your life. We are based on six pillars. And if you're new here, you definitely want to go to the beginning episodes and check out what we're founded on. These are our six pillars of wealth. And one of those pillars is people. And we always talk about creating relationships that matter. And one of the ways that you do that is by becoming a better listener. And I love being in partnership with Capital One. They did a study recently. It's called the Capital One Listen-In Survey and found that nearly one in five Americans, 18%, can't remember the last time someone was completely focused on listening to them. Think about that. One in five Americans can't remember the last time someone was completely focused on listening to them. And more than half of Americans feel they don't often experience active listening from their friends or family members or colleagues. And I witnessed this firsthand. And sadly, I saw it go down just last night. So this episode was actually recorded live at a Capital One Cafe here in Santa Monica, California. I had a chance to participate in this interactive kind of listening environment. Really cool. They're kicking it off and it's going to happen all over the country. But last night we had these paddles and there was a happy face on one side and a sad face on the other. And Megan started our talk by asking some questions of the audience. And she asked, how many of you felt really listened to today? And so all the smiley faces went up, which was great because the whole event was about listening. And it was just such a beautiful kind of experience, just meeting people and really having great conversation about this topic. And that was wonderful. But then when she said, how many of you feel like you're listened to often in your everyday life? Take the last week, for example. The amount of sad faces that went up literally made me sad. I was like, oh my gosh. And so it completely just in the room in that space showed that these conversations are so necessary. And I was really fortunate. I had an opportunity to share a little bit about my story. There's one thing about listening to other people, but one of the things that I shared, just because I wanted to have something that may have been a different perspective, I've learned that I needed to listen to myself, that still small voice that comes to each of us when we're still and we're open and we're ready to receive, especially if you're at a point in your life where you're just sick and tired of being sick and tired. And I wish I could have recorded myself. Maybe I should have. But I talked about just having that still small voice that kind of did a divine intervention for me when financially I was at one of my lowest points. And for those of you who already know me, you know that I went from a seven-figure business to literally scraping up change. And 
there was a defining moment where I hit the floor bawling and crying and just kind of like, God, why me? I've been a good person and I've tried to do everything that I could do. But it was actually in that moment when I realized it was time for me to surrender and stop trying to force and manipulate things to go my way and surrender and look for the lesson or the blessing in the space that I was in. And so I really believe that I would not be America's money maven had I not listened to that still small voice that met me on the bathroom floor in a teeny tiny apartment in Metairie, Louisiana, thousands of miles away from everyone I knew and everything I knew. And so I want you to think about who you need to listen to, whether that be yourself or a trusted advisor or a friend or a colleague or whether you need to become a better listener in your own life. So I just want you to kind of think about that. So we're going to get into the interview, though, with Megan. And then I even have a little bonus for you at the end of this one. Okay. Megan Lathrop is co-creator of the Money Coaching Program at Capital One and a certified money coach. Her long-term partnerships with senior VPs at major banks had her managing millions in client assets, but she also found herself managing her clients' fears and greed and negative beliefs around money. This realization led Megan to develop a more holistic practice to help people connect to their money. Without further ado... Here's Megan Lathrop. Welcome to the Redefining Wealth podcast, Megan. Thank you. Happy to be here. I am so excited Mm -hmm. to have this opportunity. So I saw you years ago. Really? And I don't even know where. (gasps) Amazing. But when this opportunity Mm -hmm. came up, I was like, oh my gosh, I already like her. Yes. You feel like a kindred spirit. Yeah. I feel you. I feel like you're my sister in the Mm -hmm. struggle, especially because... You come from a standpoint, and correct me if I'm wrong, where it's not all about deprivation, but you absolutely have to not. love your yes. life. Yes, and that's what I teach yes. my audience as well. Yes. So I was so pumped yes. for this interview. Amazing. So I want to start by asking you, why do people call you the financier? Oh, thank you for asking that. So, well, I named myself the financier a handful of years ago because I felt like someone called me that, and it stuck. Mm-hmm. And it's financier, S E E R, which is about Really realizing that if we are empowered to create the future of how we want to relate our future around money. Mm -hmm. So basically like a seer sees the future. So it's like, look at your beliefs, look at your emotions now to have the relationship with money you want going forward. Mm -hmm. And I want everyone to be the financier of their own life. Like when we look within our own operating system, that's really how we can create the relationship to money that we want to have. So it's not an outside job. No, it's an inside thing. So... Do you agree that a lot of people are looking for something outside of themselves to fix their finances? Yes, absolutely. That's definitely like the industry does that, right? We're bombarded with, buy this stock, these top 10 tips. Like, have you put money in your IRA yet? Like, the front of all the magazines are like giving you all these suggestions. The money coaching sessions at Capital Mm -hmm. One that we offer are really this chance to pause and look within Mm -hmm. and sit with a money coach and have they listen to you on a deep level and really help you listen to yourself. And all this is inner stuff. What's happening within? What are your values? So we really want to give people a chance to pause and tune into their inner working so that they can create the life that they want in the world. Yeah, that's why I connected with Capital One and the money coaches mm-hmm. so much. Mm-hmm. When I realized that they were doing yes. that type of work yes. and you had a big mm-hmm. part in mm-hmm. that and mm-hmm. co-creating the yes. curriculum, is mm-hmm. that right? 
So with the Capital One listening survey, mm-hmm. now the big thing is that people really feel like they are not being not, listened to, yes. not just in their lives, right. professionally mm-hmm, or personally, mm-hmm. but even from their bank. Yes. So right. what, why was it so important for you to be a part of all of this? Definitely. Well, so we've always held listening as something really important and what we wanted to offer through money coaching and through the experience in the cafes. But we did a bunch of research and just found that it really is true. Like this is a huge gap. People are not feeling heard. Like the statistics you mentioned, one in five people do not feel like they're being heard by their friends, their mm-hmm. colleagues, anyone. So we just felt like let's bring this to the forefront and really listen we want to listen to you. We want to help you listen to yourself. Mm-hmm. And we want to help people listen to the universe, listen to what's around them yeah. and guiding them. And this is really part of the empowerment journey of helping people move from feeling more insecure around their relationship to money to feeling confident. And that's by really learning how to trust yourself and listen and discern what guidance you want to take in and what guidance isn't right for you. There's so you, much. You said we were kindred spirits, and I love it. Because when I was asked the question, who do you listen to? Mm. You know, my first thought was, mm-hmm. are they asking about my financial advisor or coaches right. that I've had? And when I really oh. got down to the nitty gritty of it, I was like, I've learned to listen to myself. Yes. That makes me really happy to hear. I've learned exactly. to listen to, to exactly. that still small voice mm-hmm. that is always yes, there trying to guide. I have the chills. Exactly. Yeah. And that was the biggest turnaround for me in my life in my career mm-hmm. was learning to listen to myself yeah. and that still small yes. voice that says Patrice go this way yes and paying right? attention to the cues and mm-hmm. the signs and when mm-hmm. I started doing that I promise you Megan I feel like everything mm-hmm. started to fall into yes. place yes you came into alignment with mm-hmm. your path exactly mm-hmm. and that's actually one of the tools that we have to give you like an example of mm-hmm. what maybe a money coaching session would be like we have a tool called plan your journey and you literally get to stop and pause and listen and tune in to what are the next steps that are right for you because we don't live in a time anymore where there's this template approach to life I mean maybe there never really has been but we're more aware than ever that everyone has their own unique journey so we get to really take the time to plot out your journey and mark those different milestones that are unique to you yeah because you get to define what you want your life to look like what success looks like to you what financial success looks to you what is wealth and Mm -hmm. I can already tell you have a very holistic view of Mm -hmm. it being about a wealthy life an abundant lifestyle Mm -hmm. and our finances are a big part of that but it's just one aspect that affects all the other areas absolutely I think it's the byproduct Mm -hmm. I really believe that the more work I do in the other areas Mm -hmm. of my life Mm -hmm. I show up as my Mm -hmm. best self and Mm -hmm. therefore I'm attracting more opportunities yes and being more wise because I'm fulfilled Mm -hmm. so I'm not looking for money to fill that void exactly in different areas. Exactly. So what are some of the distractions that keep us from both seeing mm-hmm. and or listening yes. to the advice that could change our lives forever? Mm-hmm. Well, one of the main distractions is, I think, what I briefly mentioned a few minutes ago is just how the financial industry is mm-hmm. currently designed, where there's just, we're inundated with information, advice, suggestion, directions tax codes. I mean, it's just so much information. So that can really distract us from making the next right step for ourselves. Mm -hmm. And then also what else distracts us is I think many times I'll just admit personally, I avoid listening to myself. 
So what distracts me could be music, very harmless things. Mm-hmm. But I'll listen to music and put headphones on. Everyday things. Rather than listen to myself. Mm-hmm. Social media, like just anything in life, they're all neutral things. But if I use them in a way where I'm distracting myself from listening, then I'm not going to hear the next right step for me to make in my, my personal life and my financial life. Mm-hmm. So we're surrounded by distractions. So I think so often the goal is really to learn how to tune out what for ourselves is more that static noise that's not serving us yeah so we can be more available and present to what guidance wisdom insights want to come in mm-hmm. that are relevant for us yeah oh my gosh Megan okay I love you and I know I don't have time because you're getting ready to lead this whole event and I'm super excited so what we do at redefining wealth is ask rapid wisdom questions Ooh. tell me the first thing that comes to mind okay, okay. how do you define success well, it's self-defined. It's feeling abundant in each moment. Mm, I love that. How do you define wealth in three words or less? Access to what I need. Access to what I need. I'm going to let you slide. Access <laughs> to... to it's resources. Okay. <laughs> Access to resources. There you go. There you, this girl knows her stuff. Okay. What's one book that has redefined how you see wealth? Mm, it's Money Magic by Deborah Price. And it goes into the archetypes of money. And it has a money type quiz in it. And it's just helped me see the archetypal ways we all engage with money. Love it. It's amazing. We will definitely link to that, you guys. And fill in the blank. My name is, and to me, the truth about wealth is. My name is Megan Lathrop. And to me, the truth about wealth is we all are wealthy. We all are wealthy. It's that simple. Yeah. Thank you so much, Megan. Thank you. (laughs) Now, do you see why I feel like Megan is my sister in the struggle? Yes. Wealth is available to all of us. I enjoyed listening to Megan and getting to know more about her. And at the event, as a bonus, thanks to my purpose chasers who hooked me up with an amazing mobile mic system, I was able to really enjoy the event, but also get another interview with the performer of the night, who you may know as singer, songwriter, and American Idol winner, Philip Phillips. Yes, he performed live. He shared a lot about his story. And I even had an opportunity to chat with him very briefly. But let me tell you what I loved about Philip. And if you're trying to think, who is Philip? Do I know that name? You know the songs because his songs are on tons of commercials and you hum them just like I do probably 30, 40 minutes after they've gone off. So definitely check them out. But the thing that I love most about Philip is that he didn't pick up a guitar until he was 14 or 15 years old. And that means that unlike some artists where they're like, oh, I knew I was born to do this. And I knew when I was just a baby that this is who I was going to become. What he had to do was overcome the outside voices and listen to himself so that he could chase after his dream when some people didn't think it could happen for him. And one of the things he said from the stage was that you have to be willing to go after things with all your heart and chase whatever your dreams are so that you can live with no regrets. Another thing he said that just really stands out to me, I have to share this to you. He says, every time I step on the stage, I treat it like it's the last time. Doesn't that just do something to you? I was thinking about that for myself. Well, you know, as a speaker, every time I step on the stage, do I think of it like this is the last time and I have to give it all I got? I know I put a lot of effort into it and I'm always practicing and rehearsing and just making sure that 
I do what I came to do, which is hopefully heal people and help people and restore hope. But when's the last time you approached your job or your career or any opportunity you've had? Like, this is possibly the last time that I may be able to step into this space and do this. He just really impacted me. So it's not long, but I wanted to make sure that I could share some of Philip Phillips because I really thought he was an incredible guy. So check it out. Okay, I have to tell you, I yeah. am super excited. Oh, I'm excited. This chance to talk to you. I hum you. your song. Oh, yeah. Well, well, the commercials. Yeah, right? yeah I know. So, it's everywhere. It's almost annoying. Is but, it annoying yeah, to you? Sometimes I'll be like watching TV, then I'll hear a song. I'll turn the channel, then there's another one of my songs. I'm like, all right, I don't like hearing myself that much. I, I talk to myself in my head too much. So, so uh, you thank you for like liking it. I appreciate well, it. Well, I enjoy it, and I know millions of us do. Um, so, my first question yeah. for you, Philip, though, is what does listening mean to you? For me, it means it's more than just waiting your turn to speak, hearing what somebody has to say. It's like actually taking in what that person is saying and whatever they're trying to say towards you or somebody, kind of taking a piece of that and making it work in your life somehow. It's more than just sitting there with your head on your hand, just like, all right, wait, actually listen to people. I feel like this day and time, not many people actually listen to one another. It's, it's more like who can get the last word in, right. you know, and uh, I feel like if we can let someone else finish first, then kind of wait your turn and uh, never know what you might get from somebody, just a kind word or a story that they might tell that might help you through something. Absolutely. So would you say that you're a better listener in your personal life or professional life? I would say professional life. Yeah, my wife, she always gets on to me sometimes because I zone out a lot and and then she said, did you put up the dishes in the dishwasher? Your wife like, oh, doesn't I, I, say that to I, you. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. And she's like, you have to do it. I told you earlier. I said, I didn't hear it. So I'm working on that. So I think I'm a better professional listener for music. But I love her to death. I love her so much. And I do listen to her as much as I can. But it's, it's, it's kind of funny how this, she actually one time, she thought something was wrong with my hearing. And I had a checkup <laughs> at my doctor up in New York. And they were just checking my throat out. She said, can we get his hearing done, too? And I looked down, and I was like, are you, what? And I was like, yeah, we can do it real quick. I'm like, oh, crap. She said, like, yeah, he said he can't hear me sometimes. And I went in there and did the whole test and everything. Like, yeah, he's got perfect hearing. I'm like, dang it. <laughs> you wish you could have planted a seed. To yeah, exactly. So uh, yeah, getting better at it. Well, getting I've better. been married for almost 11 years. Okay. And I think that I need to have my husband take the same yeah, test. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I might have just messed you up there. <laughs> Sorry, brother. <laughs> <laughs> so, my last question for you. I've seen different interviews of you, and I know that you are a small-town guy. Yeah. From, is it Leesburg? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually lived in Atlanta for seven years. Okay, it's only three hours south of Atlanta, mm -hmm. so, yeah. That's and I own property in Macon, too. Oh, yeah, it's only an hour and a half so, away. So, I'm getting closer. Yeah, there closer. we go. That's awesome. So, <laughs> about to say, if you want to go, I say, then I have somebody who lives in Albany, Georgia. I'm like, that's where I live. Oh, my gosh. Not, not that far yet. <laughs> But with you being the small town guy and winning American Idol, playing yeah. in sold out arenas yeah. all over the world, how do you now define success? Success for me is just being with my family, doing something I love, really just being with my wife and being able to see my family and also doing something that I love to do and play music and, and that's so critical for people, especially young people graduating or coming up out of high school or even younger. Like, Whatever it is that you see yourself doing, go after it. You only get one life, and mm -hmm. you can't live wondering what if. 
I think it's so important to go out for what you want and then be around the people you love and who encourage you and who listen to you and what you have to say and listen to your dreams and all that stuff. Success for me is being with my family and doing this. So, yeah. That's awesome. And I love you said listening. Yeah, yeah definitely, for sure. Yeah. Thank you so much, Thank you. Philip. If you're not following him already, please follow him. Such an incredible talent and such a humble guy. And I still feel this sense of wanting to make sure that we really understand the power of this principle of listening because I realize that some of you may be thinking, well, yeah, I do hear those small voices all the time, but I'm still stuck. I don't know who's talking. <laughs> I don't know whose voice that was and I'm still uncertain. And I want to remind you that hearing is simply the act of perceiving sound by the ear, right? So if you're not hearing impaired, hearing just happens. But listening is really something different. Listening is something you consciously choose to do. And listening requires your concentration so that your brain will actually process the meaning from the words and the sentences. And I believe wholeheartedly, guys, that we all do hear the subtle whispers. We hear the universe kind of attempting to help direct our paths. But many times we're either too distracted, like Megan talked about, by outside influences that don't even matter. Or we're so busy questioning what we heard over and over again that as time goes on, the voice fades and we're just back to square one. And so we all hear the voice we all might hear that spirit, get that gut check, but the only way your life and finances can be impacted by what you heard is to listen to what you heard and then follow through. So I want to encourage you, listen to those still small voices. Don't debate. Listen to that spirit that takes over. Don't doubt. Listen to those visions and dreams. Don't become so distracted by other people's opinions that you drowned out what really matters to you. Because like Philip said, this can be your last chance stepping on that stage of your life. And you really don't want to leave here with any regrets. So listen and take action. And of course, share with me what you thought about this episode in social media. I would love to hear from you because I really do believe that everyone's story deserves to be listened to. So if you happen to feel like no one else is listening, send me a DM you can send us an email. We get tons anyway. You can send something, head to patricewashington.com or leave a review or find me on social media, Seek Wisdom PCW, and just share with me, do you feel like you are being heard? If so, by whom? Maybe we need to thank them while we can. Or do you feel like you're not being heard? Are there times that you doubt when you listen to yourself? Just whatever is impacting you. Because at the end of the day, what we listen to really does impact our purpose and our passions and our financial journey as a whole. So remember, I'm here for you. But until next time, I want you to go live your life's purpose, find fulfillment and earn more without ever chasing money. Talk to you later. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. 
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.